Happy Thursday, everyone, and welcome back to Unbothered. Today happens to just be the greatest Thursday of the year because football is back tonight. NFL regular season starts. Lions Chiefs, as those who have been listening for a while, you all know the Detroit Lions. That is my team. So, yes, I have been looking forward to this day since it's been announced months ago. I will be breaking down tonight's game because there's a lot of factors that go in with picking tonight that have been happening with the Chiefs. Then I'm going to react to Nick Bosa getting the highest paid defensive contract ever. Then, as well, I'm making all my NFL season predictions today on this show. I'm picking who's winning the Super Bowl, who will be playing in the Super Bowl, MVP, Offensive Player of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Offensive Rookie of the Year, Defensive Rookie of the Year, as well as who will win the divisions and make it to the playoffs. So I'm excited. Real excited for today's show, NFL Season Predictions, 2023 version. So let's get started with tonight's game, the primetime Thursday night matchup. To kick us off, it's the Detroit Lions versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, early on, once uh, this game was announced, eh, you know, in my head, I thought it would be nice if the Lions won, but I'm, I'm picking the Chiefs. Even leading up to this game, about a week ago, I thought, hey, I'm still going to pick the Chiefs. Of course, I'm still rooting hard for my Lions, but I just got to roll with the Chiefs. It's opening night. They're raising a banner. All the energy at Arrowhead Stadium. That place is going to be electric. Then a couple key things happened. The first one has been Chris Jones' contract. Uh, The Kansas City Chiefs' best defensive player and their defensive tackle, who uh, was great last year for interior linemen, led in sacks at 15 and a half. He was just fantastic. But he's had contract issues uh, where about five hours away from game time, and he has not accepted a contract, so it's safe to say he's not going to play tonight. He said yesterday he could play today if the contract was signed. That doesn't look like to be the case. So that is a big loss for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Why? Because now the Lions can really operate at their full game plan. With how good Chris Jones is, I thought going into it, Jared Goff's going to have to be really good and poised in this game to win a shootout. And it's going to be a lot on his shoulders. Well, now that Chris Jones isn't there, it's going to make it easier for Jared Goff in two ways. Uh, The first way is Chris Jones won't be, uh, you know, running after him this game. So the pass rush to me is not great without Chris Jones. Uh, So you have that working for him. And then the second thing is it's going to open up the run game. Now the Lions like to be a Balanced offense, like to establish a run game behind their dominant offensive line. Now they can do that. And it helps, too, because they have two new running backs. They have rookie Jameer Gibbs, and they got a running back from free agency, David Montgomery. 
from the Chicago Bears. So I think that is going to help both of them. So that's a big reason that the line went from like seven points down to four and a half. Another big reason that line shrunk as well. It doesn't look like Travis Kelsey is going to be playing tonight. Now, Tuesday, a couple days ago, he had a hyperextended knee. Uh, then he and his brother tried to say, oh, it's just a bone bruise. Well, a bone bruise is different than a hyperextension because they did do an MRI on his ACL, which I did think was a big deal. Uh, but the Chiefs did, I forget who they activated, but they activated another tight end from the practice squad, uh, which kind of alerts to me that, hey, Travis Kelsey isn't going to be ready to go in this game. Yes, he's a game-time decision, but it doesn't look promising for the Chiefs. And why would you send Travis Kelsey out there on a bum knee when he could hurt it in this game, and then he's done for the rest of the season? I think the Chiefs are smarter than that, so I don't think Travis Kelsey is going to play. That is a big loss for tonight because it's their second and third best player out. Their best defensive player will not play at Chris Jones, and I don't think Travis Kelsey... Their second most offense, their second best offensive player to Patrick Mahomes will also be playing. So that is a huge loss for the Kansas City Chiefs. So prior to those two things, I had the Chiefs winning. But since those two things happened, I'm bouncing on the Lions. And, and it's not only for those two reasons, I'm going to give two more reasons. So, yes. Uh, reason one and two is Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones uh, players. Reason three, I've seen Jared Goff outduel Patrick Mahomes before. I know we'll have to rewind the clocks five years ago. You're going to have to go back in time. Some people don't like doing that. But five years ago, Monday night game, Coliseum, L.A., Rams versus Chiefs. Jared Goff put up 54 points and won, I think, one of the best, most entertaining football games of all time, 54-51. And he looked better than Patrick Mahomes. So does he have the capability of it? Yes, he does. He's been on a big stage before. He can do it. And when people also say, oh, the Lions, this is all new territory to them, really, it's not new territory for them. Because another reason is, last year, they were flexed Sunday night as it was going to be this. Um, so they, the NFL wanted it to be a primetime game for the Green Bay Packers where they win, they get into the playoffs. Of course, it lost a little lust with the Seahawks winning earlier that day, so it wasn't win or get in. Or Seahawks won that day, so it wasn't win or get in. But the Lions beat the Packers in the frozen tundra. In a great game, it was fantastic. I thought the Lions just built momentum near the end of that season, and they were are ready for this moment. So I guess I'll give you a fifth reason, too. Another reason I think the Lions are going to win is because they've been disrespected by the media uh, this week. Everybody has talked about the Chiefs. When they are talking about this game especially, they are talking about the Chiefs. No one's giving any props to the Lions. It's all Chiefs. And for good reason. They're the defending, reigning Super Bowl champions. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback, so they want to give that all the airtime. 
But nobody picked the Lions before these you know, before the Chris Jones contract situation blew up and the Travis Kelsey injury. And then those two things have happened. The Chris Jones contract has really been blown up and a lot of people talking about it. And everybody knows about the Travis Kelsey injury. And everybody that still picked, that picked the Chiefs have still picked the Chiefs. They thought, hey, this game is going to be closer now than we thought, but the Chiefs are going to pull it out. So the Lions have been disrespected. And I think the underdog, the team that has been disrespected, Dan Campbell, I love that man. He is a great coach. The players are just another embodiment of Dan Campbell. Uh, they play for him. They play hard. And this is a good football team. I know a lot of people don't realize this, uh, especially, you know, when I talk to people about football, like my brother, when you say Detroit had one of the best offenses last year, they, uh, they're they like, really? What? No, that's not true. And they did. They had one of the best offenses last year. They were fourth in yards per game. So they were third in total yards. But Buffalo didn't play one game last year. So Detroit was fourth in yards per game behind the Kansas City Chiefs, the Buffalo Bills, and the Philadelphia Eagles. Could I tell you that the Detroit Lions had a better offense than the 49ers last year with how good a year Christian McCaffrey had and Brock Purdy coming in and going 7-0 and with Debo and George Kittle? They had a better offense than they did. They also had a better offense than Miami. With Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. they had a better offense than the Vikings. Justin Jefferson on the precipice of 2,000 yards. They had a better offense than the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd than them. They had a better offense than the Los Angeles Chargers. Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. A better offense than the Jacksonville Jaguars with Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne. Them boys, does it, do you get the point? Well, how about one more? The Dallas Cowboys, yes, a better offense than Dak. I know Dak missed five games, but Cooper Rush did go like four and one in those games, and they still had CeeDee Lamb and Tony Pollard. And Zeke, so yes, the Lions had one of the top offenses last year. Do I expect them to regress? No. Ben Johnson, offensive coordinator, still back. Uh, Jared Goff, another year in the system, offensive line intact. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown there. Drafted Jameer Gibbs, got David Montgomery. This team, and they drafted Sam Laporta, who George Kittle is very high on as a tight end. So, yeah, I think this offense is ready to play. Now, a lot of people like to talk about their defense. Now, yes, their defense wasn't good last year. Uh, it was bottom of the barrel in terms of yards per game. Uh, second worst pass defense, it was bad. But they did improve the final 10 weeks. They went from, like, allowing, like, 30 points a game the first six, seven weeks to just 20. So it got very good. They went out and addressed the issues. So, yes, the defense improved a lot. So with all that being said, 
tonight, I'm picking the Detroit Lions to upset the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes, you can book it, take this one to the bank. The Detroit Lions will be winning tonight's game. Next up, Nick Bosa got the biggest defensive contract in NFL history. Now, I think it's very deserving. I think he is the best defensive player in the game right now. There's a lot of great defensive players on his team. He has Fred Warner. You have T.J. Watt, Micah Parsons, Miles Garrett, and his brother, uh, Joey Bosa. you got a lot of good players. But to me, Nick, Nick is the best. So he was holding out. He got five years, $170 million with $122.5 guaranteed for a defensive player of the year. So his average annual value is $34 million. That surpasses the $32 million that Aaron Donald got after winning the Super Bowl. So I think... Uh, you know, deserving of this, even for a non, it's all, uh, actually the non, uh, highest for a non quarterback as well, uh, in front of now Aaron Donald and Tyreek Hill and TJ Watt. So I think uh, this is good for the Niners to have it back. Uh, Nick Bosa to me is their most important defensive player. Uh, and I'm glad they signed them because you have other. You have other good defensive players on the defensive line, the Eric Armstead, the Javon Hargrave. You've got guys who can rush a pass, uh, rush a quarterback. It may still be a good defensive line, but this right here, keeping Nick Bosa, making sure he plays and doesn't hold out since week one, this makes them a great, elite, best defensive line. And I know the Jets are talking about coming for it. Uh, Cowboys have something to save his other teams. But the Niners have the best defensive line until proven otherwise or until further notice. Nick Bosa is the biggest part of that, the defensive player of the year. I'm happy for him. Congratulations on a new deal. Nick Bosa is one of my favorite players to watch. So I am excited to see him and the 49ers defense get back on the field this Sunday against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Next up, let's make some predictions. Let's make some predictions. So first off, I'm not going to hold the the Super Bowl pick to the end. I'm going to give my Super Bowl pick right away, and then I'll tell you how we get there. So my Super Bowl pick this year, or the matchup I believe is going to be the Super Bowl, I believe this Super Bowl in Vegas is going to be a matchup between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Dallas Cowboys. Yes, you heard me correctly. I have the Dallas Cowboys making the Super Bowl and playing the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, when I've been saying the Dallas Cowboys to my family, they all think I'm crazy. And it is crazy because I don't like the Dallas Cowboys. I'm not a Dallas Cowboy fan. But they're on, I forget now, is it like 28, 29-year drought? of not making the NFC Championship game slash Super Bowl. So you have all this. You know they're going to break through sometime. And I believe this is their best year to break through. 
I believe they have a great team. Uh, I believe Dak Prescott is a decent quarterback. I believe if Brock Purdy can get the 49ers to the NFC Championship game, I believe Dak can do that. Is it that hard to imagine? I don't think so. They got the weapons. They got CeeDee Lamb. They got him, they brought in Brandon Cook. They got weapons. They have Tony Pollard at running back. I think Deuce Vaughn, backup rookie from Kansas State, is going to be good as well. They signed Zach Martin, so the offensive line is still good. Defensively, they have Micah Parsons. More on him soon, but he is one of the best defensive players. And then their corners, Trevon Diggs, who I think improved last year. And then Stephon Gilmore, I think, will fit very good as a cornerback number two and not as the main option. So Dallas has a good team. And when you look at the other teams in the East, I think they got weaker. Uh, Philadelphia did lose Javon Hargrave. They are getting a little older. Yes, they, I think, had a great draft, but I'm not sold on Philly repeating. Minnesota, they cut Dalvin Cook. Uh, Adam Thielen is gone. They got rid of some of their defensive pieces, so it's like they're going through a retool right now. I'm not sold on them. Detroit, I think, is a year away. Um, I'm not just picking them to go from miss the playoffs to the Super Bowl. NFC South is the NFC South. Teams will just be lucky to make the playoffs. And then the NFC West, uh, the only legitimate team is the Niners out of there. I think they have a good shot, but I'm not sold on Brock Purdy as the main quarterback. I'm just not. So when you factor in all that, I like Dallas's chances. And then I have the Cincinnati Bengals. Now the AFC, the Kansas City Chiefs, of course, are a favorite to repeat, but nobody's repeated since the 04 Patriots, and there's a reason why. They had the GOAT, the greatest of all time. And you know what I've been hearing a lot of lately after this quarterback show and all these people on TV? They're saying, oh, Mahomes is the greatest quarterback we've ever seen. They're just attaching that label, greatest quarterback we've ever seen, but not the greatest athlete in that sport yet. So they're trying to, you know, push it a little bit and just throb him up there because he's the next best thing. Let me tell you, the AFC has never been more difficult. So, yes, I don't think Kansas City is going to repeat. They have a beast in their own division and the Los Angeles Chargers to deal with. The AFC South, they got Trevor Lawrence and the coming up Jags to deal with as well. And the AFC East, you got the Bills still and the Jets now with Aaron Rodgers and their team. And the AFC North, you got the Bengals, who, again, I picked to win. And to me, the Bengals are the most poised, complete team in the AFC. That's why I'm picking them with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. This offense, they signed uh, an offensive tackle, Orlando Brown. Defense is very solid last year. I expect them to remain the same. So, yes, I got the Bengals beating the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Joe Burrow, I believe, is going to win Super Bowl MVP. And I also believe he will win MVP. Yes, I believe Joe Burrow is going to be the MVP this year. And his numbers have been great, you know, the past two years that he's been healthy. Rookie year cut short due to injury. But the year he took into the Super Bowl, 70% completion percentage, tops in the league, uh, yards per average, nine. That was highest in the league. 
He also took the most sacks. He's been the most sack quarterback the past two years. Last year, his completion percentage dipped from 70% to 68%. I still like that. Still 35 touchdowns, 4,500 yards. Uh, he is very good. He's going to continue uh, to get better. And with those numbers, it'll be hard to see greater improvement because he is that guy. So I have Joe Burrow winning MVP, winning Super Bowl MVP. I got the Bengals winning it all. Who do I have winning Offensive Player of the Year? Well, lately this has been going to be a non-best quarterback. I think Patrick Mahomes had a great argument last year. They gave it to Justin Jefferson, but I believe this year it's going to Jamar Chase. Now, Jamar Chase's rookie year um, had, you know, 1,500 yards, broke the rookie receiving mark. He was just that good. Um, and then this past year, you know, you know, one rookie of the year, all that. Uh, this past year, he had five games cut short uh, due to a hip injury, and he was 500 yards shy of that mark. Um, he had, he was averaging around 87 yards, uh, per game last year, uh, 88 yards, uh, which was pretty good. So if you do the math, uh, for the five games that he missed, didn't play, uh, that puts him at 440. You add that to the, you know, 1,046 that he has, It'd be 1,500 yards, which would have been more than his rookie year and a lot better. So, yes, I do believe that Jamar Chase will win Offensive Player of the Year this year. I think him and Joe Burrow are going to have a fantastic year. Next, Defensive Player of the Year. Defensive player of the year, I'm going with Micah Parsons. Now, there's a lot of options for this, but I just feel like this just, this is the Micah Parsons time. And he's already been fantastic in his first two years in the league. Uh, he has been first-team all-pro defensively. The first time it was the defensive rookie of the year. Last year, he finished runner-up to Nick Bosa. He has been fantastic. Um, last year he had 13 and a half sacks, his rookie year 13. He gets after the quarterback. He's very consistent. He finished actually eighth in MVP voting last year as well. Very good. And I believe this year they're going to reward him with defensive player of the year. I think, again, you'll have the Nick Bosa's, uh, Aaron Donald, the TJ Watt, Chris Jones, but I believe Micah Parsons is going to win it this year coming off the edge. Uh, he is as scary as anyone coming off the edge. Then offensive rookie of the year. Now, early on, I was saying B. John Robinson was going to get this. But I think your team has to do kind of decent as well. And I think it's going to go to Jameer Gibbs of the Lions because I think they're going to use him in a way sort of like Kamara is used where he's going to run the ball. He's going to be used in a lot of receiving routes as well. And I could see him racking up 1,500 all-purpose yards, 10 touchdowns, and winning offensive rookie of the year. I think Dijon will be great. Um, 
But I do think the edge here is going to go to Jameer with how we're going to use them and with the team result as well. And then defensive rookie of the year. I believe it's going to go to Will Anderson. I think Will Anderson, for the Texans, that was a very smart choice considering their coach is Domingo Ryans, a defensive-minded guy, and he was on the Niners as a defensive coordinator the past couple of years. Who did he work with? Nick Bosa. Who won uh, defensive player of the year under him? Nick Bosa. So now he has Will Anderson, uh, this high draft pick from Alabama, who was fantastic there as a pass rusher. You get him to work with. I think Will Anderson's game travels to this next level in the NFL, and he is going to be a very tough player to slow down. And I think he's going to anchor, anchor a underrated Texans defense. So those are my player predict, my Super Bowl prediction, my player predictions. But how do we get there? How do we reach the Super Bowl? Let's break it down by division, by conference. And let's start with the AFC. And first, the AFC East. This is who I think is going to win the AFC East, and then I'm just going to name the teams oh, one through four. I have the New York Jets winning the AFC East. Uh, I know a lot of people are still picking the Bills to win it, but I like the Jets. I like Aaron Rodgers and his poise. I like Garrett Wilson taking another step, Brees Hall, Dalvin Cook. Uh, the um, defense as well, Sauce Gardner, DJ Reed, uh, Keenan Williams. They have a very good crew. So if anybody can challenge the Bills right now, I think it's the New York Jets, and I think they come in and steal this division and win this crown. I think it's going to be close. I don't think it's going to be a walk-off, you know, with a couple weeks left. They'll have it clinched. But I believe it goes down to the last week of the season, goes down to the wire. But the Jets just edge out the Bills. So I have the Bills finishing second in the division. They'll still be strong uh, with Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and McCrew. But I believe... They're going to take a step below the Jets this year. Number three, Miami Dolphins. Uh, very good team with Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle. I love their coach, Mike McDaniel. Uh, improved their defense, got the Bangio defensive coordinator. But there's one thing, and that's to his health. So when your quarterback, his health history concerns, makes it scary to pick them to win the division to be higher. So I can't. Pick them to finish higher than third when I'm scared of Tua getting injured and being out for four weeks. So that leaves, lastly, the New England Patriots. I don't think the Patriots are going to be bad. I think uh, this defense will still be good. I think Mac Jones with Bill O'Brien will be reminiscent of the rookie of his rookie season when he had a good coordinator in Josh McDaniels. To me, he's getting as good as equally in Bill O'Brien. Next, AFC North. Number one, winning the division, again, the Cincinnati Bengals. Yes, if they're my Super Bowl pick, I do expect them to win the division. Uh, this division is tough, but Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, as I've said again and again, the defense as well, Trey Hendrickson underrated. Uh, if Awuzie is back healthy at corner, this is a good Bengals team. They've been here before. They've done it. What's there not to like about Cincinnati? 
Number two, Baltimore Ravens. Now, I had a tough one here between two and three. Three, I got the Pittsburgh Steelers. And Pittsburgh Steelers just don't have losing seasons. Uh, they're a more consistent team, but the Ravens have the higher upside. They got the better quarterback in Lamar Jackson. Uh, they went out and signed Odell. They drafted Zay Flowers. They still have Mark Andrews. Their defense, right when they got Roquan Smith last year, picked it up and was like a top-five unit in the league. So with that combination, I like them. Again, they have a lot of upside. But Lamar's been hurt, you know, more frequently uh, recently. Uh, this offense hasn't clicked there under a new offensive coordinator now, Todd Munkin. So they have upside. And that's why I have them at two, and I have Pittsburgh at three. But two and three could be switched. And lastly, the Cleveland Browns. A lot of people peg them as having a lot of talent. I don't see the talent. Maybe I'm blind but I just don't see the talent that the Browns possess. And that's why I have them at four. AFC South. So last year was the Jaguars' first year winning the division in a while. Trevor Lawrence was great. They really picked it up the second half of the season and just stole it from the Tennessee Titans. And then they won a playoff game. I believe all that momentum carries on to this season. And they wrap this thing up early. They wrap up the AFC South. I believe this Jaguar team is very good. Doug Peterson is a great coach. That's why I have been winning this division. Now, a lot of people have the Titans here at number two in the division, or sometimes even number one. Now, I mean, I have the Colts at number two. I think the Colts are going to be a very good team. Uh, I believe they are going to go through some growing pains with Anthony Richardson. But I believe, Anthony, as I said before, Anthony Richardson is going to be the best quarterback of this draft class. I believe Shane Steichen, who worked with Jalen Hurts last uh, year, who left for this gig, is going to mold him similarly, this team. And I believe the Colts are going to be a fun team to watch with him. So with that, I have the tight ends at three. Outside of Derrick Henry, they have a lot of offensive limitations. And the defense at times last year wasn't as great as they had been in the past. That leaves number four. The Houston Texans. Yeah, the Texans, I think C.J. Stroud is the worst of the three QBs drafted. I believe they'll have a good defense. I really do. But the offense is going to leave so much to be desired. I think this could be the worst, I should say this, the second worst offense in the NFL this year. And lastly, the AFC West. Now, I really wanted to pick the Chargers to win this division. I did. But I'm not sold on their head coach. I'm not uh, Staley. Never been a fan of them. So I ain't going to do it now, even though I really like this Chargers team. I'm rolling with the Kansas City Chiefs to win the division. Yes, even though I have them losing tonight, I think they're still going to win this division. Travis Kelsey will come back. Chris Jones will eventually play. And they'll win this division as they have like the past seven years in a row. So that goes to Tubin, which is the Los Angeles Chargers, with Justin Herbert and Eckler and Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and an offensive coordinator I like a lot in Kellen Moore, who came over from the Cowboys in the offseason. I think it's going to unlock another dimension to this offense, and it's going to be a really good team. Number three, Las Vegas Raiders. Yes, I got the Raiders at three. Jimmy Garoppolo, to me, is another winner. Uh, he wins when he plays. He wins a lot. 
doesn't usually make the crazy crucial error that you're like, what are you doing? Doesn't usually do that or force things. So I think him with Devontae is going to be a good, safe connection there. I like it. Uh, defense, you've got Matt Crosby as well, who's an absolute force to be reckoned with. That leaves lastly the Denver Broncos. Now, Denver Broncos haven't had a lot of good sound bites lately. Uh, Sean Payton throwing shade and another dig at Russell Wilson. I don't think the two of them are going to work. I don't. Russell Wilson's a celebrity quarterback now. He's a celebrity. He's a celebrity, not a quarterback. And he enjoys that more. He enjoys the celebrity, the fame, his wife, his kids. And it's good for him. But he's done winning football games. He's done winning Super Bowls. And Sean Payton, his uh, patience is going to run thin with Russell Wilson. And Sean Payton is going to try to get him out of there. Because I believe the Broncos have a good roster, a good team. I just don't believe that quarterback coaching duo will work. And Sean Payton's going to say, hey, I can fix this. But it can't be with Russ. So I got Denver last. So those are my divisions. How do I see the end result, though? If it playoff Sunday were to happen, playoff Saturday, AFC, number one seed, Cincinnati Bengals, two seed, Jacksonville Jaguars, Easy schedule. They could possibly have the one seed. Three, Kansas City Chiefs. Four, New York Jets. Five, Buffalo Bills. Six, Los Angeles Chargers. And seven, the Baltimore Ravens. So first round matchup. Jaguars play the Ravens. I believe the Jaguars win that game. Chiefs Chargers. I believe the regular season is split 1-1. Game two in Kansas City. Chargers always play the Chiefs close. I believe the Chargers upset the Chiefs in the playoffs. Jets-Bills, I believe the Jets win that game. So our divisional round is Chargers-Bengals. I believe the Bengals will win that game, even though that will be a very good close game. Then we have the Jets-Jaguars. Jets too experienced, too good for the Jags. And it is a Jets-Bengals AFC Championship game. And the Jets play their heart out. A lot of people pulling for the Jets. Um, in this predicament of a team I like in the Jets and a team I like in the Bengals, a Super Bowl pick versus Aaron Rodgers trying to win another one. But the Bengals just get the better of the Jets and advance to the Super Bowl. So that's how the AFC plays out. How about the NFC? Again, let's start by division. Let's start with the NFC East. So there hasn't been a repeat NFC East uh, champion in 20 years. So are the Eagles going to be the first one to break that? No, I do not think so. I believe the Dallas Cowboys are going to win the division. I do. I've outlined at the beginning, again, why I like the Dallas Cowboys. So I have them at one. I have the Eagles at two. Yes, a little regression, losing both their coordinators. Doesn't help at all. Uh, and they did start like 11-0 and last year, 11-1. Uh, that's hard to do. I don't think they do it again with a more difficult schedule. Three, the New York Giants. Uh, they're good, but they just fall off a bit from last year. Not as lucky as they are. And lastly, the Washington Commanders, I think, is actually going to be competitive. I could actually see them being number three. In the division and challenging for a playoff spot, I think Eric Bieniemy is a great offensive coordinator, and they have some offensive pieces as well. 
to work in. NFC North. I have the Detroit Lions winning the NFC North, and that sounds so good to say because it's been like 30 years since they won the NFC North, uh, back when it was called the NFC Central. But I have the Lions winning uh, so close last year to making the playoffs. I think they're just going to burst through, win it this year. Two of the Vikings, they take a step back. They, like I said, cut Dalvin Cook, cut some of their defensive players, Adam Thielen. So it's like a little bit of a retool, kind of evaluate the team, I think, with Kirk Cousins. And they slipped to two. Three, Chicago Bears. Uh, I believe Justin Fields is still out to prove something. Will be on a mission this year. They were competitive last year for quite a bit of games. But I believe this year they'll turn that competitive uh, spirit into some wins. They finish at three. And then lastly, the Packers. I believe the Packers had a good roster, but I'm not sold on Jordan Love. And that's why I have them at four. NFC South. This is the wonky wheat division. And I have the Saints winning it because they got the best quarterback in the division in Derek Carr again, which is not saying much. Uh, Dennis Allen is at good uh, with the defense. So I think they're fine on that front. Chris Olave, Michael Thomas is healthy. This team will win the division. Number two. The Carolina Panthers. Yes, I have them at two because I do think Bryce Young is a good quarterback. Uh, I think Frank Reich is the right coach for him as well. Uh, Developing the offense a little bit. I think defensively as well, Brian Burns and his crew are going to hold it down and be a threat. Number three, Atlanta Falcons. They got Young good skill position. They drafted Bijan Robinson. They have Kyle Pitts. They got Drake London. But their quarterback is Desmond Ritter. I was never sold uh, out of him out of Cincinnati. Uh, their defense is just all right. And with that being said, I believe Atlanta will be looking for a new quarterback next year. And I don't think the Falcons, with Desmond Ritter, can win the division. And that leaves, lastly, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think a good offense, however... Uh, Baker Mayfield is not that guy. And then defensively, I believe this defense will take a step back. The last division, NFC West. I believe the 49ers repeat. I believe they're not as strong as last year. I don't believe Brock Purdy is that good, can can sustain those numbers. However, I believe this defense is legit. However, again, Brock Purdy is the biggest question mark. But because this team has so much uh, weapons and players around it, that they'll win. Two Seattle Seahawks. Now, early I said that the Rams were going to surpass the Seahawks. And then Cooper Cup has this hamstring injury, soft tissue thing that's been lingering, might be put on IR. I don't like that already out for week one, which plays the Seahawks. So, yes, I have the Seahawks at two, which has young talent. Again, I'm not sold on Geno Smith. Can you replicate a great year he had last year? I don't think so. I believe the Seahawks are good, but I have them at number two. And the Rams at three. And then lastly, the Arizona Cardinals, which I think will be one of the worst teams in the league, one of the worst offenses. They'll just be that bad. So how do I have the NFC playing out? In my playoff teams, if we were to get the you know, wild card weekend, Dallas Cowboys with the number one 
overall seed, the first round bye. The Detroit Lions actually at two. I see them as an 11-12 win team. The 49ers, again, I think are to regret a bit. Uh, they'll be there at three. The Saints at four. Eagles, a great team, but by default, they'll be at five due to the divisions. Six, Seattle Seahawks. And seven, the Carolina Panthers. So first off, we have the Lions-Panthers. Lions are too much. They beat the Panthers. 49ers, Seahawks. Seahawks probably wish they got a better draw, such as the Lions or the Saints. They don't get the Niners, and the Niners beat them. And then Eagles, Saints, and the Eagles will beat the Saints. That sets up Eagles versus Cowboys division matchup. Cowboys get the better of them again to move on to their first NFC championship game in 29 years. And the 49ers play the Lions. Now this one's tough. This one could go either way. But just for the heck of it, I am picking the Lions to beat the Niners and play the Cowboys in the NFC championship game. Then I have the Cowboys ultimately beating them, breaking my heart. And the Cowboys playing the Bengals, however, the Bengals avenge my loss. And the Bengals, again, win, beat the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. So that's how I have the NFL season playing out. That is my prediction of what is going to happen for Super Bowl, division, MVP, Joe Burrow, defensive player of the year, Michael Parsons, offensive player, Jamar Chase, all that. I am stoked, excited for this football season. More podcasts regularly with the season back. Hope everyone enjoys the game tonight. I will be on tomorrow to talk about it. Hopefully I can bring this energy again tomorrow if my team wins. If Detroit doesn't win, I'll still be here. But I might be a little frustrated. Hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully I'm in a good mood because I do believe the Lions will be winning tonight. But who do you got? Talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye, everybody.